Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with my very best friend, Susan LeClaire. Susan LeClaire and I taught English at Boyertown High School for what seems like a gazillion years. How are you doing in retirement, my friend? I love retirement. (laughs) It's a good thing. Oh, anyway, Susan, I asked Susan this year if she would be the juror for our writing awards for Transforming Moments, Finding Our Voice. And she was happy to be the juror. And uh, we have just gotten together where she shared with me the uh, pieces that she awarded this year. But I asked her about the process. Like, how did it go? How, how did you like it? What, did, what do you think? It was very hard. Tell me about hard. Much harder than I thought it would be because I was an English teacher for years and I read English essays and I read AP exams and I figured, well, how hard can it be? I'll read it. I'll Mm -hmm. see. But it was very, very hard because all these pieces were wonderful and they were all different. So it is not like putting apples in one basket and oranges in another. Some of them were essays. Some of them were stories. Some of them were memoirs. Some of them were poetry. Mm-hmm. And to choose to rank them was very, very, very difficult. Well, it was hard for you, too, because I know you to be such a caring person. And you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And you want to give awards to everyone. Yes, I did. <laughs> but she wouldn't give me enough money. No, no, no. There's only a limited amount I of wanted money. more money to give everybody a big prize, but she said no. No. That was not going to happen. So, anyway, do you want to talk about some of the pieces that hit you? Maybe not necessarily ones that were given awards. We won't announce that at this particular time. But talk to me about some of the pieces that really touched you. I really loved the personal experiences. Some had to do with personal relationships. Some had to do with relationships to nature and Mm -hmm. how that was nurturing Um, in in this day and age. Some had to do with, uh, uh, many had to do with illness or experiences of the death of a loved one. Mm -hmm. And they were all very moving and very touching and very real. And very difficult to say, oh, that's better than that one. That's not better than that one. They're all wonderfully real and compelling and it was so hard so hard to judge but we're so grateful 
that you made the effort to provide us with some insight from your um, your 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 skills and abilities as an English teacher. So, how did that impact? Well, some of the issues had to do with how closely were these aligned to what seemed to me to be the point. Uh, finding our voice was the subtext this year. Uh -huh. And so was this a finding your voice moment or a moment of clarity or a moment of transformation? That was a little unclear here and there with some of the pieces. And while I love them, it didn't feel like it addressed specifically that finding your voice piece. Right. But if you could smell the prompt. If I could smell the prompt. <laughs> that's what we used to say when we, we, we uh, graded AP exams. Can you smell the prompt? Do you know that they know what, that, that this is the topic? But sometimes the topic leads you somewhere else in your own personal experience. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to not give proper credit to that emotionally valid response. Yes, and you know, in, in putting the prompt, as it were, together, you know, I wanted to give people enough liberty to uh, to to be able to talk about some things that maybe they recognized in the moment were transformational right you know like um as as i've spoken or written you know in a variety of places including the preface to our new book transforming moments you know the idea came to me many years ago when i was teaching english and um <clears throat> pardon me 10th grade honor students and I read this uh, Dear Abby column where this young woman said that she had a transforming moment. She was riding in a car with her mother and they passed some individual riding a bicycle going up the hill and he was having such a hard time struggling and she laughed and felt terrible about how, how she responded and swore she would never be that judgmental again. It became a transforming moment for her in her life to be what kinder more accepting something like that and yet i thought sometimes we don't know how experiences uh impact us until decades and decades later do you recall your own oh I, and this is a this is funny between susan and myself i always used to have to remind her of her history <laughs> Going back and thinking about who she used to be was always difficult for Susan. But um, I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a great memory person. I live my life and deal with it and, it, and move on. <laughs> I move on. But I do, I, I, I did have lots of great moments as a teacher with some of my students when they had an aha moment, for example, I or, love or when you occasionally a, a student would say, I really appreciated it when you took time to acknowledge how hard I worked on this. Mm -hmm. um, and th those were very 
transforming moments, especially when they almost always came when you just about had enough mm-hmm. and wanted to throw in the towel and say, I'm not coming back anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's too hard. But when when you get the feeling that you're making a difference, mm-hmm. that does encourage you to keep going. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Now, do you recall any, would you like to talk about any particular pieces, either that you awarded or that just struck? Because I know you couldn't award them all. Oh, no. And I've got <laughs> enough awards to give them. And I cried about it. Yes. And I, I did, uh, you know, my, my poor husband did say, you know, you are obsessing about this. Yeah. Because I would read them to him and he'd say... You know, this is your choice. You have to make your own decision. But it was very, very difficult because some of them were extremely Mm well-written. Some of them were extremely Mm heart-rending. Some of them were were charming. And Mm -hmm. they're all so different that it's hard to to give them all the credit that they deserve. Yes, yes. Now, you know some of the people who submitted... To this, were you surprised at any of the pieces that, or the things that they shared? I very carefully didn't read who wrote the thing until I was done. Wow. Because I did not want to be influenced at all mm-hmm. by the fact that I knew some of these folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, when I said, oh yeah, of course, you know, when I said... <laughs> um, and some of the folks were not what I expected. For example? For example. For example. <laughs> She's being hesitant here, some, just audience, some, just some, so you know. Some of the people I chose. <laughs> and then I was explained to that I could, I, some of the ones I selected were written by some of the folks involved with doing the book and I found out that they're not allowed no. to be selected. So I said, well, back to the drawing board. You have to, they're off the list. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. But there are so many folks that you think you know them mm-hmm. and then you read something that they have written that is a little more sensitive perhaps or a little more uh, worldly or a little different than you expected them to be. And you knew them to be or the, 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 how they presented themselves right. to you. And it was like, oh, cool. You know, I, yeah. but I wasn't, I did not choose on the basis of anybody I knew because right. that wouldn't be right. No, that would not be right. Very good. Very good. Now, I do have to ask, since you had your husband read the anthology as well, did you and he have the same selection? Why, no. <laughs> he, he and I did agree on some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, he liked this one a lot, and I like this one a lot. Some of them spoke to me differently than they spoke to him. Mm-hmm. Of course, I picked mine because of course. it was my job to do. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because he reads a lot of poetry. He writes poetry. But he he had a different take on some of the same poems that I liked. Yes. And that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yes. Well, maybe you'll consider submitting something of your own. That would be good. Well, you know, the thing is, I don't write poetry. <laughs> I read poetry. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but we are delighted and grateful to you 
to uh, for your willingness to act as juror for our writing awards. And the other good news is I asked her if she'd do it again, and she said, why, sure. <laughs> and then thought, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm going to take this opportunity now also, once again, thank you, Susan, for being the juror of our writing awards and participating in the Be Inspired prod- podcast. But I'm going to take a moment today just to advertise a little bit. Um, I um, sent out invitations to some of my dear friends a few days ago to participate in a project I am looking forward to hosting on August the 7th called the Human Library in Denmark. They invite people to come in to tell their life stories and people, the audience can come in and listen to people talk about their life stories. And it's a little bit, it's structured a little bit like speed dating. You know, you have a, you, you meet with one person for a measured amount of time, and then when that time is over, you move to the next person who tells their life story and so forth. Folks, I was fearful, and that's the only way I can describe it, about asking some of my friends to be so vulnerable in telling their life story. Because in Denmark, Denmark excuse me, they advertise the person being, what do you say, a refugee or bipolar or unemployed or addicted or something. I mean, we're talking about heavy duty things, but the point is of all this to eliminate stigma, to eliminate prejudice, to avoid stereotyping. And isn't it true that the more we know people, the more we like them? You know, we just get to know people and, and their motivations and their struggles and some of the stigma and prejudice melts away. Would that be true? Anyway, so this week I sent out invitations to a dozen or so of my friends and folks, I have to tell you, I was been so touched in the past couple of days because all, every single one of the people who have responded so far have been delighted to have been asked who are eager to share their stories. And so I'm really looking forward to August the 7th, and I invite you to put that date on your calendar to come to Studio B to learn the life stories of some of these people. And there'll be more details about what they will represent, but I can tell you right now, we have depression, we have uh, autism, we have ADHD, we have addiction, and we have cults. Someone who was involved in cults will come and talk about the experience there. And um, more to come, because I haven't heard from everybody yet. But I just need to tell you, I am delighted at the response I've received so far. So that's August the 7th. In July, just so you know, by the way, I need to say that this whole project, um, the Transforming Moment book, and the art exhibit called Be Inspired by Words has been sponsored by Berks County Community Foundation, the Boyertown Charitable uh, Community Charitable Program. And I am grateful, of course, to uh, Berks County Community Foundation for sponsoring all of our activities during this time. The opening for the exhibit, of course, uh, is June the 24th. That's when the book release is also um happening and the exhibit runs until sometime in August but I forget when I think it's August the 21st but in that time in that time I like to offer things that have to do with words or things that have to do with our theme so the human library is one of them the other thing I'm trying to do in July beginning July 10th 
And then the 17th and the 24th and the 31st, Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4, is I'm inviting people to come to the studio with book in hand. And the book I want them to bring is a book that is often banned by public school libraries, you know, or curriculum. Because I think the more you know about some of these books that are often banned, books that for me have meant so much, have taught me so much, have created, have, have helped me develop as a human being. Um, I, and I, I recognize the fear and concern some people have about presenting them to young people. But if, if you knew what they meant, for example, to me, I think the fears would sort of melt away once again. And so that's my goal on July 10th, 17th, 24th, and 31st. Come to Studio B with your favorite book that has meant so much of you, much to you, one that has often been banned. And there will be a list. There's a list. Go on Facebook or Studio B's website or, you know, give me a, give me a, give me a text message or, or an email or something and I'll let you know. But books like, what? You can help me here, Susan. Uh, Catcher in the Rye, Lord of the Flies, To Kill a Mockingbird, even The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, uh, Of Mice and Men, um, even The Handmaid's Tale, maybe today. But books that are often banned, come, tell us what they have meant to you in your development, and perhaps we'll eliminate even more fear, even more concern, and that's what we're about today. Okay, Susan. Anything else? No. I had a, <laughs> I had a lovely time visiting with you. <laughs> Very good. And um, thanks again. Please share the podcast with your friends and families because we want people to come to Studio B and have a good time with us. Take care. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information? can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.